0: back to the terror attacks over the weekend and the left's downplaying to the point of almost uh, covering it up. I, I mean, seriously, if they could have covered it up, they would have covered it up. If they could have covered up what happened, they would have covered it up. Like I said, not to be um, morbid or uncaring but when these things happen they only benefit Trump they only benefit Trump because Trump's the only one that's been saying hey we're not safe we're not safe. All these plans that you hear Hillary Clinton and the left talking about, as far as stopping ISIS, or stopping uh, terrorism, stopping these things from happening, we supposedly have been doing. We supposedly have been doing these things for the past seven and a half years. So when you hear Hillary Clinton give these long, sombering, sleepy speeches, it's the same stuff that we supposedly have been doing. We have to get better intel, we have to get, we already do those things. Now if we're supposed to get better intel, how are we supposed to do that? Like right now we're doing, I mean, one would have to assume that we're doing everything that we possibly can do to stop these types of attacks. Wrong or right? See, you're never going to hear anybody talk like this. Nobody's ever going to question Hillary Clinton or the left. Nobody's going to question Chris Hayes. Nobody's going to question Obama. Nobody's going to question Hack Tapper. Nobody's going to question any of them. When it comes to, all right, aren't we already doing everything that we're supposed to be doing to stop terror? Aren't we... I mean, at least we're supposed to be doing it. So if Hillary Clinton says we have to get better intelligence, how do you get better intelligence? How do you get better intelligence... And if we're supposed to get better intelligence if part of her strategy to fight
1: terrorism,
0: okay? Jihad is better intelligence. How do you get better intelligence? How do you do it? Well, we have to work with Silicon Valley. Okay? What 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 do you have to work like do what? You have to work with Facebook. Is that what we have to do? Whenever, whenever we talk about these things, the left attacks anybody who says, "Well, Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and all these other ways that uh, terrorists communicate with each other, all these ways have to be monitored." The left then says, well, you can't do that. You can't infringe on people's rights. You can't infringe on terrorist rights. So, okay, what is supposed to be done with Silicon Valley? The left won't answer that. Hillary Clinton won't answer that. properly vetting refugees they they won't answer that how do you how do you then properly vet them if what the Republicans and Trump are saying we have to do is wrong so how do you do it like I said in the beginning of this program the left has no answers. They, they don't have legitimate answers. It's, this is life. This is the world we live in. And we have to get used to these things happening. Because we can't do any type of surveillance on Muslims or... Somalis or people in general that travel to terrorist hotspots. No, 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 no. We can't do that. That's wrong. We can't do that. That's wrong. If you do that, you're Islamophobic. Or you're just an american So what is it, according to Hillary Clinton, that the left is going to do that will stop these types of things? What is it? Somebody could tell me what it is aside from well, if you live in a free society, you're never going to stop terrorism Like I said That's the answer nothing absolutely nothing Abs there you go. There's the left's answer nothing if you live in a true free society there's nothing you can do. Oh, okay. Well. There you go. There's nothing you could do. It's life. It's part of life. That's it. That's it. Get used to it. That's the left. Now. If we dive a little deeper into Ahmad Khan Rami. now I'm sure I'm saying his name wrong I'm not an expert with Muslim names but Ahmad Khan Rami okay worked at his mom and dad's fried chicken business. First American fried chicken. Yes. Yes. In Elizabeth, New Jersey. Now, Ahmad Khan Rami was not born in the United States. No. He's one of them happy, fun loving immigrants, you know, just like the immigrants that came here through Ellis Island over 100 years ago and built the foundation for this country. You know, because the United States is founded and created by immigrants. Yes. And without immigrants, we would not have a country. Our country would be crap. Okay? Our country would be crap. Damn it. So, Ahmad Khan Rami was one of those immigrants. Yes, he was one of the. He was an immigrant like my great great grandmother, just ten years old, coming across uh, the, the the water there on the little boat to Ellis Island from Italy. No different. No different then she met my grandfather, and they had children, and then they had children, and oof, here I am. And without that immigration, I wouldn't have been born. Yes. Because remember, because remember, according to the left, everything from our past must be erased, including the Pledge of Allegiance, because... It's racist anything from the past that might offend anybody that might give a a a, a, a tinge of somebody thinking about our history or that has to be a race that has to be changed but as it pertains to immigration nope The practices and things that we did 100, 150 years ago, 80 years ago have to still be in place today. Because if we don't uh, do immigration like we did with my great-great-grandmother, then we are not a real country. But yet, the American flag is racist. We have to get rid. We got to get rid of the flag. We got to get rid of the national anthem. We got we we gotta get rid of certain words. Because that part of our past needs to it no. Uh uh-uh. uh. But the practices of immigration and what we do today should change. Oh you can't change that. That's how the country was founded. That's how that's how we became America. What are you kidding me? Yeah, but that was then. Things change, no, oh, but not when it comes to immigration. Oh, but things change as it pertains to the Pledge of Allegiance. Now, if you pledge of allegiance or you 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 sing the national anthem, you're you're a, a racist. That's the left. Th- this wasn't created ten years ago or fifteen years ago. This was created during the era of Barack Hussein Obama. So, Ahmad Khan Ramami immigrated here, okay? His family had a fried chicken restaurant. First American fried chicken. And on more than one occasion, this restaurant... Had the police called. Yes, on more than one occasion, the police were called to this business because it used to be open 24 hours. And there would be noise, there, there, there would be disturbances, there would be a lot of stuff going on. So, neighbors people in the area will call the police and say hey man really really help us out here okay who the hell needs fried chicken at five o'clock in the morning okay come on now so the police were constantly constantly going to this establishment. And the city said. Listen man. Y- 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 you can't be open 24 hours. You just can't. Okay. You can't sell your burgers. Your barbecue ribs. Your seafood. Your subs. Your ice cream. All hours in the night. Can't do it. So. Y- y- you're going to have to like. Close up at a certain time. You you just you just can't. So guess what happened? No, no, no. Guess what happened? And this is good. They sued the city. They sued the city and said that the problem. It was not them. It wasn't their clientele. It was... Racism. Yes! It was racism. The neighbors were racist. The neighbors were Islamophobic. So you have a terrorist family once again. Once again. Somebody... That lives with a whole bunch of other Muslims. Set up a bunch of bombs. Planted these bombs all over the city. And of course. No one. No. Yeah. No one knew. I love, I love the liberal douchebags in our audience. How can you tell somebody how to run their business? What are you talking about how to run their business? You have city ordinances, stupid. You have city ordinances, you moron. How do you tell them? do Do you realize in some cities you can't even open up strip clubs? In some cities, you can't even open up head shops. You can't even open up shops that smell smoking paraphernalia. Some of you people are so stupid. You have no idea how the real world works. A city is allowed to set up ordinances. A city is allowed to set up how businesses operate you morons i live in glendale california there's not a strip club in california okay you moron you you morons there's not i love the a strip club is not a fried chicken In California, in all parts of the United States, cities have ordinances. So guess what? A city could come into a restaurant and say, hey, we've got noise complaints. We have a lot of issues that are going around involving your business. It doesn't matter if you sell fried chicken. It doesn't matter if you're a strip club. It doesn't matter if you're a head shop. You all know what a head shop is, right? A a, a smoking store. Okay, you sell uh, pipes, you sell bongs. There's some towns that will not even let you open a store that sells bongs and pipes. There's some cities that regulate hours of operation now in california certain restaurants certain bars have a certain time to close that closing time is different than las vegas now in las vegas you can smoke anywhere you want california if you're caught smoking in public, they, again, liberals are stupid. They, they don't under. It has nothing to do with chicken, stupid's, you morons. It has absolutely nothing to do with chicken. A city is allowed to regulate. How businesses operate in their towns. That's why the lawsuit was dismissed. Has nothing to do with alcohol. Has nothing to do with strippers. Like I said, in Las Vegas, you could smoke wherever you want. you $50 for smoking, smoking outside. I live in an apartment building where you're not allowed to smoke in your house. Imagine that. Imagine that. You pay 3000 a month. You pay 3 a month to live in a townhouse and you're not allowed to smoke in your 3,000 a month townhouse not in a restaurant not in a business but your own home your own home so, this business got a ton of complaints. A ton of complaints. And in turn, they sued the city. Why? Because of Islamophobia, racism. Remember, that's how the left has created. The stopping of any debate, of any criticism. You scream Islamophobia, you scream racism, homophobia, fatophobia, ugliophobia, retarophobia. All you gotta do is put phobia. That's all you gotta do, you gotta put phobia. After whatever you're talking about. And that shuts down the conversation. Again. This didn't happen before Obama. This wasn't around before Obama. In the last seven and a half years. Obama. And his regime. Have worked. With his partners. In the media, rather it's Facebook, rather it's Google, rather it's CNN, MSNBC, New York Times, Washington Post, Jeff Bezos, Amazon, ABC, they've all worked together to systematically transform this nation. Into what we have. Today. Which is a hodgepodge. Of disaster. That's what it is. So this family. uh, Tries to. uh, Sue. And the case is dismissed. The courts dismissed the case. And we're not talking about some red state. We're not we're not talking about some conservative town in a in a in a deep red state that still has Ronald Reagan judges left over or or George Bush judges we're talking about Jersey. I mean next to New York, a, a liberal bastion of of lust. So it's not like the court system was sitting there going, oh, oh, F these, F these Muslims, F them. So the case was dismissed. So right out of the gate, right out of the gate, right out of the gate, gate, there's a red flag on this place. A red flag on the place. That's it. There's a red flag on the place. And if anybody did any type of follow ups, any type of investigations, they would have found that the bomber. Ahmad Khan Ramami traveled to Afghanistan. If you immigrate to this country and then you leave this country and go back where you came from, or the vicinity of where you came from, and that place happens to be a hot spot, there should be a bullseye on your back the minute you step foot back on American soil. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Now, some people will disagree with that. Okay. You can have a debate. But if you disagree with that, you then have to say, what's the alternative? Because the alternative is not, well, we live in a free society, so whatever happens, happens. Because in order to preserve our society, you have to let these things happen. That, that's not an alternative. That's not an alternative. Because part of living in a free society and having a democracy and having elected officials and paying your taxes... ...is being kept safe. And our government... ...has an obligation to all of us... ...which is to keep us safe. It's not one or the other. It's not, well, if you want to live in a free society... then this is what you have to deal with. No. That's not the case. That's not the case. Now, as it pertains to Ahmad Khan Ramami... And even more to what happened in Minnesota. Because what happened in Minnesota, 100% could have been stopped. 100% could have been stopped. Dar Adan could have been stopped. You know how? by not resettling Somali refugees into Minneapolis How's that for a solution How's that for a solution? There's absolutely no reason whatsoever that we've had to bring in over a thousand Somali refugees and place them in the United States there's no reason I mean what is the reason how does that benefit anybody in the United States other than making a bunch of liberals feel good aside from making a bunch of liberals feel good How does it help the United States to take a thousand Somali refugees and put them in St. Cloud? Okay? This didn't happen 20 years ago. It's happened in the past six years. So... Yeah, the nine people or what, 10 people that were slashed at the mall, the Crossroads Center Mall, that could have been prevented by not taking a thousand Somali refugees and bringing them into the United States. I mean, there is absolutely no rhyme or reason that the left can give as to the benefits of a thousand Somali refugees. There's no rhyme or reason. No rhyme or reason. Absolutely no rhyme or reason This Dar Adan Grabbed a knife and Was shouting Allah While he was stabbing people in this mall Isis came out and said he was a soldier for us He was a soldier for us And you know what's amazing And let me throw this out there just as a a side note it says this Adan or Aiden this dar Adan, worked as a part-time security officer now why the hell and, and let me hit you where I'm going on this why the hell does it seem like these immigrants from hotbeds I mean Somali is it's 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 not a you know <laughs> it's, it's 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 not a, a utopia of love over there Somali is not exactly you know <laughs> paradise but why is it seem like a lot of these characters get security jobs you notice that so this guy this Somali refugee now is it because again Obama has created this if you look at this person weird you're an Islamophobe if you look at that person weird you're a homophobe if you look at that person weird you're a fat phobe That these companies, when they're getting the applications, have no problem with giving immigrants from Somalia or Afghanistan. Like, what is it that has security companies going, oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, here you go. And why I say this, my apartment building, like I said, I live in a really nice place in uh, Glendale, California. Okay? Uh, I live in a, a nice place. And we have security guards that are definitely, definitely, From (laughs) Africa, I guess you could say that. Matter of fact, I think the one that works from Tuesday through Thursday is from Somalia. Now, again, when somebody says to me, well, they asked background checks. Duh. Well, then, doesn't that say something about our screening processes? Doesn't that say something that we need to come up with Uh, a a better system as far as who we let into this country because of all these people are passing background checks but yet they are involved in terrorist activities don't you think maybe we should retool how we vet individuals now again i know this is hard for the left to comprehend i know this is very hard for the left to comprehend but i've said this on this program before and let me see if i could say it in a way that some of my friends on the left will understand I understand that bad things happen in the United States that involve born, raised, red, white, and blue Americans every day. I get it. I get it. Rather, it's The Dylan Ruffs Or the kid who dressed up like the Joker And went into the Colorado movie theater and shot all those people I get that Hundred percent get that But And this is a big but now let me see if you guys could follow this Those things Are unavoidable now now Can we look? At Dylan Ruff's Facebook page and things of that nature hundred percent and we should be doing that 100% I don't care if you're white. I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're yellow. I don't care if you're green If you are on Facebook or any other social media. Doing stuff. That is anti-American. Anti-American values. And we could have a debate on what's American values. Listen. If you're legitimately talking about. Threats to the homeland or threats to people. Or even if you're just acting a little sketchy, you should be investigated. Okay? You should be investigated you should be put on some type of hey local authorities in this backwards community that have a, a, a population of 6,000 this dude seems to be a little strange okay Dude's a little strange. Just, just keep an eye on him. You know. So I'm, 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 I'm fine. It's, it's not just a Muslim thing. Okay. I, I get that you have the Dylan Ruffs and the Aurora movie theater shooter. I get that. But they are born here they live here the only way you can find out what they're up to is red flags being uh, put out there in our law enforcement following up as it pertains to rather it's the illegals or Somali refugees. They were either brought here or they came here illegally. In both cases, it shouldn't have been done. If we had no Somali Refugee resettlement program. That wouldn't have happened. I mean it's that simple. That wouldn't have happened. Do you understand? It's kind of like when something bad happens to you. And it's an unforced error so you have to go to point A or to point B there there is no going there and you didn't have to go there where you second-guess and say ah oh, if, if I wouldn't have just you know decided to have one more beer if, if if I man if I if I wouldn't have went and helped Bob Smith doing this, it's I go to work every single day. On this day, this horrible thing happened to happen. There was no second guessing, and we've all gone through that. We've all gone through that, good and bad. Good things have happened in our lives. Oh, if I, if, I, if I never would have done this or that, I wouldn't have met that girl or that guy. Or, oh, wow, that. But then there's stuff that happens and you go, wow, oh, that was unavoidable. That was unavoidable. That's the same thing. The Dylan Ruffs and the Aurora Colorado shooters or Columbine, the only way to prevent that are the red flags that get thrown up that people either act on or they don't. But when people, whether it's Kate Steinle or the nine people that got stabbed in Minnesota, at St. Cloud, if these people weren't brought in to this country, these horrible things wouldn't have happened. If people were deported, these things wouldn't have happened. That's something that is avoidable that is one of those things of I shouldn't have went back for X or I shouldn't have done this I should have just went home that was stupid I'm gonna think about that for the rest of my life and that's the difference so when you see these people getting stabbed or you hear I don't want to get attacked by the left you didn't see anything when you hear about these people being stabbed you sit there and go wow that could have been avoided why do we have to bring in a thousand Somali refugees why 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 do we have to do that? What's the reasoning? What's the reasoning? This isn't 1920. This isn't. Oh man, we need we need people here in this country. We need factory workers. We need. Uh, I, I, I mean, seriously, the benefits of immigration a hundred years ago, and why we needed. Immigrants and how we got immigrants and how we went about the process is completely different than where we are in 2016. Tell me, other than making a liberal feel good, other than making a liberal feel warm and fuzzy inside, forget Trump, forget and for just, just put all those politics aside, okay? What is the rationale behind a thousand Somali refugees being brought to this country and relocated in Saint Cloud? What's what's the reasoning? And. And when they get off the plane and they're brought to St. Cloud, they are given money. They are set up on a program where they're given money, where they're getting housing. So add that to the mix. What's the rationale? Aside from making liberals feel warm and fuzzy. I mean, it's just a basic question. To for, for, What is the rationale? Because if we didn't relocate a thousand Somali refugees, nine people in a shopping mall wouldn't have been stabbed. I mean, seriously, what's the rationale for Somali refugees being brought to St. Cloud? What's the rationale? There is none. There is none. And this is what we have to deal with. and rather it's Hillary Clinton, rather it's Joe Biden, rather it's Bernie Sanders, rather it's Elizabeth Warren, I don't care. See, I don't I don't dislike Hillary Clinton because she's Hillary Clinton. You know, when you listen to uh, the liberals uh, on television, rather it's Chris Matthews or any of the other nutbags, And they try to tell everybody that us on the right don't like Hillary Clinton because it's Hillary Clinton. Meaning that if it was another Democrat, we would give them a pass on a lot of things. But because it's Hillary Clinton, we despise her even more. Because it's a woman. We despise her because we don't like women. That's just not the case. I don't care if it's Hillary Clinton. I don't care if it's Bernie Sanders. I don't want a Democrat I don't want a liberal that's it plain and simple and rather we have Hillary Clinton and we have Bernie Sanders or we have a third term like Obama changes the rules changes the Constitution and he runs uh, for a third term I don't want a liberal I don't want a Democrat because a liberal is going to give us more of the same, if not double. So we're going to have more refugee settlements. So instead of Somalis, there's going to be a bump. In Syrian refugees. So instead of having communities. That have a thousand Somalis living them in there. We're going to have communities that have thousands of Syrians living in there. And when people talk about Europe. And the areas in Europe. We have these pockets of Muslims. And and, and it's basically their own country, within a country. And you say, wow, that's kind of strange. Wow, that's not very conforming. What do you think is happening here? What do you think is happening here? It's happening in St. Cloud. It's happening in St. Cloud. There's even reports that the community of Somalis in St. Cloud have gotten to clashes with people from that community. Other Americans born, raised, bred. What do you think's going to happen? as it pertains to Syrian refugees the Democrats are creating these enclaves if you want to call it that got him in St. Cloud you're going to see him popping up in different areas of the country. And there's no rhyme or reason for any of this to happen, except it makes liberals feel warm and fuzzy. Makes liberals feel warm and fuzzy. That's it. So you have this going on in Minnesota. There's no reason for it. And you have this happening in New York with Ahmad Khan Rami. And just like in San Bernardino. You have somebody that lived amongst a whole bunch of other Muslims, family members, other relatives, and of course, nobody, absolutely nobody, Is going to say anything other than we had no idea. We didn't know. All of those bombs. Talking about 10 plus bombs. Okay. Where, where did he make them? Where, where, where did he make them? All of this stuff had to be made somewhere. Okay, All of these things had to be made somewhere. All of these things had to be prepared. To listen to liberals, to listen to the media say, oh, it's a lone wolf. A lone wolf? No, it's not. It's absolutely not a lone wolf. No different than San Bernardino. Oh, it was just the husband and wife. That's it. Really? And the mom didn't know anything? No. Nobody knew anything. Nope. 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 No, nope. The mom lived with them. And she didn't know. Bomb. Nope. She, okay. The Orlando shooter. The wife didn't know anything. Right? Oh, no. She just drove him to these places, but she didn't know. Oh, where is she? We don't know. She just vanished. Oh, Okay. Khan Ramadi created 10 bombs, pressure cooker bomb, pressure cooker bomb, what was used at the Boston Marathon, and nobody in the family knew anything, nobody knows anything, nobody knows anything. He went to Afghanistan for a while. No. No. Nobody. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. No. Nobody knew. No. Nobody knows anything. Nobody knew. I. I, I can't. Nobody. No. No, family doesn't know. Friends don't know. Nobody knows anything. Where did he make the bombs? Uh Oh, um, in this above the restaurant. Oh, okay. Where did he make? Oh, in this apartment. Okay, so nobody, no, nobody knows that. Nope, and we believe everybody. Oh. (laughs) Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. (laughs) This guy's traveling to Afghanistan with his family. Guy's very religious. It's just... I don't know. It's amazing to me. It's amazing to me that more people in this country are not outraged at not just what's going on as far as these people, these these horrible, horrible people, but the way the media is handling it the way Obama is handling it Balazio I mean the fact that people aren't outraged and I guess I could give everyone a pass to the extent that if you're only getting your news which is, believe it or not is more than half the country if you're only getting your news from Hack Tapper and the Washington Post and Facebook Newsline, you know, the, the news feed they got there. Then you're programmed into believing a certain narrative. Because that's what's pumped into you. But I mean, how many times, you know, again, and and I bring this up as it pertains to immigrants, especially ones from the Middle East. How many times have we gotten... News that after an attack has taken place, we find out that the terrorist, and that's what we're calling him a terrorist, had traveled back and forth to the country that they immigrated from. And it just so happens that that country is a hotbed of terror. I mean, at what point does the administration, at at what point does Obama, at what point do liberals, at what point do any of them Get any blame? At, at what point? At what point do any of them get any blame? That's all I want to know. At what point? Never, right? Never. There will never, ever be blamed, brought to the feet of Democrats, liberals, progressives, Obama, Clinton, anybody in his administration. And yet, to this day... 9/11 is still George Bush's fault Iraq war where we are today as far as the war on terror now I'm not defending Bush like I said before I'm not a Bush supporter but when these presidents, our leaders F up in huge, huge ways. You got to be fair as far as spreading some blame. You got to be fair as far as saying, hey, it's this person's fault. It happened on their watch, and in turn, it's their fault. If you're going to take credit for things that are positive, rather it's a rise in the stock market, the lowering of unemployment, you have to take blame when bad things happen. And that's the thing. You have a common thread that keeps running throughout these attacks. And that is all of these attackers at one point or another traveled back to a hotspot. Every single one of them. They've all traveled back to a hotspot. Or their family members are from hotspots or have traveled to and from hotspots. And if that's the case, why the hell is this administration... Not investigating, not surveilling individuals that travel back and forth to hotspots. Why? That's not Islamophobic. That's not homophobic. That's not fatophobic. That's not retardophobic. That's doing your job to keep Americans safe. I go to the post office once or twice a week. Okay? And I walk past a line that practically wraps around a building for people applying for passports. Now, when we in the United States travel to foreign countries, there is a record. There's a record. Real simple. It is not Islamophobic. It is not homophobic. It's not fatophobic. It's not retardophobic. For people to go into some form of a database or some type of ping that gets sent to the FBI, CIA, Department of Homeland Security, I don't care who. But it would not take a lot for a ping to go to one of these agencies that says, we just want to tell you, just want to tell you uh, that uh, Ahmad Khan Ramayi is traveling to Afghanistan. This is a courtesy call. This is a courtesy ping to let you the authorities know that this individual is traveling to a hot spot. Thank you very much. And then whatever authorities can put that person on a suspicious Watch list. It's pretty simple. And if this administration would have done this for the San Bernardino killers, those people wouldn't have died. Real simple. Real simple. Oh, this guy's traveling back and forth. To Saudi Arabia, Pakistan. Oh, huh, okay. Looks like we're going to have to watch him. Oh, Ahmad Khan Ramai? Oh, he's traveling to Afghanistan? Gee, that's, that's strange. I guess when he comes back and hangs out at his parents' fried Chicken restaurant, we should keep an eye on them because why the hell would anybody go to Afghanistan? Uh, Again, if you're white, all right, and you drive into a predominantly um, ethnic high crime area and a police officer sees you 9 out of 10 times you're going to get pulled over. Police officer is going to say hi young white kid and his young white blonde-haired girlfriend What do you two happen to be doing out here? What do you two happen to be doing out in the salty projects? What you guys up to could it be drugs could you be looking to buy drugs? I mean, there was a time, rather you call it profiling or you just call it common sense. But there was a time when we as a country didn't have these things happening because we used common sense. You know, fish out of water. But since Obama took over and his regime have transformed this country, we now don't apply common sense. And if somebody goes, hey man, Here's a common thread with all of these bombings Everybody At one point has traveled Back to a hot spot At one point all of these people Have had relatives From hot spots We need to Put in place a system Where we Flag Individuals like this that's common sense. That's not Islamophobic. It's common sense. Has nothing to do with being a racist. Absolutely nothing to do with being a racist. And yes as much as everyone on the left hates to hear it but when Trump said we're going to have more of these things after San Bernardino Trump said we're going to have more of these things after Orlando Trump said we're going to have more of these things we're going to constantly have these things For as long as Democrats control the government. As long as Democrats control the media. As long as this happens, we are going to continue to get attacked. And if a Democrat, whoever that may be, right now it's looking like Hillary Clinton is still the nominee, but if a Democrat wins the White House, expect more and more attacks. Expect it. Expect our country to look like 1980s Israel. Where discos and restaurants... And different business establishments... Were getting bombed on a regular basis. Because that's what's going to happen. Because it's already happening. And this administration... Is doing absolutely nothing to stop it absolutely nothing to stop it rather it's red flags like the family has the chip on the shoulder saying people are Islamophobic they don't like us Because we're Muslim, they don't want us to stay open 24 hours a day because we're Muslim. Rather, it's Ahmad traveling to Afghanistan for absolutely no reason whatsoever. It's not a vacation spot. Again, and I repeat this, I repeat this, Ahmad Khan Rahmani, okay, lived with his three brothers, his sister, and their father. you don't make ten bombs some of the bombs made with cell phones pressure cooker you don't make those bombs and nobody sees you he lived with his three brothers a sister And the father. You don't make. Those bombs. And not have anybody in your family. See what you're doing. So if you say. Well he didn't make those bombs there. Okay. Wherever he made those bombs. Meant somebody. Where he went. Knew what he was doing. It's not a lone wolf. It is not one person. And the fact that nobody is talking about this whatsoever shows you exactly, exactly. What we as conservatives, we as Republicans, we on the right are up against. Because the fact that nobody is going, hmm, there's more people out there that are part of this. Because you don't make nine bombs, you don't make these bombs with the sophistication of cell phones and pressure cookers and live at home with five people and no one sees this happening. This is real, my friends. This is real. And this is a world, this is a country that the Democrats have created. And we better get strong, better get wise, we better get smart. And on election day, do not vote a Democrat. To stay in that White House, do not vote a Democrat to stay in that White House. So, Rob Zakari show uh, we're done for the day, guys. We're done for the day. You guys have been great as always. You are the best. We will see you tomorrow. Uh, we will be. On same time, same place. Don't go away. Uh, listen to us on the Rob showcom Go to us on Facebook. Go to us on Spreaker. Go to us on all the places that uh, you can listen to us live. We'll see you tomorrow. You guys have been great.